Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Residual Bulldog Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about whether or not I met my match with this latest 30-day challenge. Then we're going to talk about challenges in general, what they can do for forming productive habits, and are they worth it? Let's go. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dan here, founder of the Residual Bulldog community, and I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. So, today, today I want to talk about these challenges. I am a challenge junkie. Um, anybody around me knows that I am. Um, I am in the midst of the uh, Hard 75 challenge from Andy Frisella right now, where it is like crazy hardcore, workout twice a day, um, can't cheat on your diet for 75 days, you gotta work out twice a day for 75 days. Uh, drink a gallon of water, no alcohol, and what else, what else, what else? Read 10 pages of book. Um, so is it worth it? Well, we're going to talk about that here um, in in just a moment. So first and foremost, I love doing this kind of stuff, and we are actually working on um, some additional challenges for our group and our community here coming up. Uh, we've got our free 14-day challenge. Uh, it's free to $47, kind of depending when and where. You get it usually it comes free with other products and we use it as a kind of a bonus product when we are selling other stuff but you can just buy it for um, a fee as well if you like but we're also working on a 90 day challenge and i'm really excited about that one it's kind of a culmination of all of these different challenges that i've been doing myself lately and so that's going to kind of answer the question i posed in the intro do i think they work yes i think they work i think they work tremendously well i'm going to jump into this hard 75 one a little bit and talk about that so i am on day 70 right now out of 75 so unless something catastrophic happens i should make it and have made it all the way through now there's a few big things that happened during this challenge for me uh it's kind of interesting i started this challenge with a group of about 50 people i don't know an exact number um at this point but i would imagine there's somewhere between 10 and 15 of us left and it's all it's all on a facebook group and these are people that i don't personally um, know very well. I've met a handful of them at big conferences. Um, they're really A players in their field. I was excited to be a part of it with them. I knew there were people that would get it done. Um, a lot of the people that ended up quitting, um, you know, they quit for a variety of reasons. Some people had their doctor tell them they needed to quit. And you know what? No shame in that for um, for them trying and, and not working out for them this go around. A lot of people that quit ended up just starting over because that's the way the challenge worked. If you failed or if you missed a day or you didn't check off one of the boxes that day. You just started over tomorrow at day one, was what it was. You know, there's plenty of people that were comfortable with that and that's what they did. So um, so there are people that are on like day 52 and things like that within, within the challenge. So, you know, once we get to day 76, 75 day challenge, right? Once we get to day 76, what happens? You know, do we just go back to our old lives? I mean, what was the transformation for me over 70 days of doing this challenge, working out twice a day, never cheating on my uh, nutrition plan, not drinking any alcohol, um, aside from the fact that I went to Vegas, I went to New York, I went to um, on a couple other conference trips. Those were a little, little difficult to not be, not have the social cocktail, but it wasn't that bad. And the reading every single day, that was a that that's a tremendous, that's a habit that I'm so glad that I got created. I was always a really spotty, spotty reader leading up to this challenge. And now I can't see myself going back. Um, it is a it is an ingrained habit. In fact, it's part of a, the 30 day challenge that I've got right now, which might be might be kicking my butt. We'll see. I'm only on day two of that one. I'm going to talk about that one in just a second. But with this one, the uh, the reading 
portion was 10 pages of a personal development or business book every single day. And um, so far, I have read, I think, six complete books through the challenge, which might not sound crazy to a lot of people, but I was a non-reader. I didn't read much. And they were, you know, some of them were pretty pretty hefty, and every single one of them, I liked it more and more. And now, I would say I'm not reading the 10 pages a day. I'm probably reading 30 to 50 pages um, a day, and I look forward to it. I do it on my own. I have all but given up TV aside from watching, you know, sports and things like that, things that I enjoy, but sitcoms and uh, dramatic type shows pretty much just gave them all up. And uh, I am totally okay with that. It's it's kind of funny, um, you know, when we are in bed at night, my wife might be watching Grey's Anatomy or something like that. I throw my headphones in. I don't even have music in them and I just read. And, um, you know, that's been a, I think that's been a positive habit. The other one. You know, the working out twice a day, every single day. I don't see myself continuing doing it that intensely, but I can see myself doing something once a day. Um, and when you're doing two workouts a day, a lot of times my second workout might just be um, kind of an intense walk, and usually I had to get that in late at night. Oh, and part of his challenge is the second workout always needed to be outside. One of the workouts always needed to be outside. So a lot of times for me, it'd just be going for like a really long um, kind of intense walk late at night or something like that. And I can see maintaining some of that and doing that. I found um, never being a, ha not having been a, somebody that liked to take long walks before or go on runs, um, which I do some of that as well, or hang out outside much at all, really, as kind of a homebody. Um, I've, I've learned to really enjoy them and find that time almost meditative to to an extent and just getting out there and being on my own and getting that fresh air and, you know, putting in a podcast. Or, you know, listening to whatever, whatever makes sense at the time. A lot of times I'll go on Sunday night football, listen to the game, you know, while I'm out for my walk. So, um, so I think that those are very positive change, changes. The nutrition and the no alcohol thing. Uh, I've always been pretty good on the nutrition piece anyways. I didn't have to alter much for this challenge. And the no alcohol piece, um, I didn't drink a lot anyways. <coughs> no, excuse me. But, um, you know... Through this process, there's been more than once where, you know, I've been in a large group and having a cocktail along with the group, you know, would, would be something I would normally socially do. So, uh, I don't mind the idea of being able to do that again. Now, I got this new challenge that um, is kind of kicking my butt lately. Like, I'm, I'm very happy I did the Heart 75. I, I encourage anybody to do that one. Uh, I got this new challenge, which I'm trying. It's the Hal Elrod um, 30 day, I don't even know what it's called. It's a 30 day challenge to work getting towards his miracle morning. Um, if I did something incorrectly with the hard 75, it was that I, I put it off a lot of times during the day to where all of a sudden I was doing one or two workouts late at night. I mean, staying up till midnight, one in the morning sometimes, which was kind of crazy and insane. Uh, but I would do that because failure was not an option. So I started trying to incorporate Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning, which so many people said so many good things about. I really wish I could go to his event here later this year because I guess it's the last event that he is planning on doing live. Um, there may be more in the future, but I know that he is um, going through some different cancer treatments, it sounds like right now in his latest podcast. He talked about going, still going through chemotherapy every single day, and so he's going to take next year off and take care of himself, which, I mean, good for him. He's done so much good for the community and for society in general. 
Um, but he is hosting one more big live event in December in San Diego. I wish I could go, but the weekend just does not work for me at all. I've been missing way too many important family things. So that's that's not going to work out. But so I've been doing his, and I'm only on day two of his 30 days. And it's wake up way earlier than you normally would. I was more okay doing workouts at one in the morning than I am waking up at five in the morning so I can come downstairs and meditate and visualize and do these things that are part of his challenge. But I listened to him and the results that you should expect if you get through the 30 days. And I listened to all the people that I know that have done it. Good friends of mine. I have a good couple good friends that actually co-wrote um, one of his niche books with him as well, the uh, Miracle Morning for the real estate agent. And you know, everybody just swears by it. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and gut my way through it, but I am, I've done it two days in a row now and I am just exhausted. And I, I have a really hard time. If you listen to this podcast a couple weeks ago, I talked about this like out of, out of body, like first time, like meditative experience that I had sitting on the top of Red Rock Canyon while I was in Las Vegas, where it was like literally one of the, uh, um, best experiences that I've ever had. I felt so good that night and I want to replicate it and I haven't been able to figure it out since and I keep working on it. I'm like, well, I'm going to do this miracle morning stuff. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do the meditation piece. I'll do the visualization piece, um, the affirmations, but that so far has been a struggle. Uh, and I think it's just because I'm not used to it. I've never done it before. So, uh, I'm a believer though. I'm going to, I'm going to try and gut it out. It's, uh, it's interesting. So far out of two days, I have steadfastly, I don't even know if that's a word, um, stuck to rule number one, which is do not hit the snooze button. So the alarm's gone off and I've made that in initial decision. He talks about that initial decision. You know, if you hit the snooze button, it's like you're telling yourself that you can't do it. And so I'm not hitting it. I'm just hearing the alarm. I'm waking up and I'm going and doing the work. And I'm going downstairs and I'm getting comfortable. I learned, I learned really quickly the first day that here in Minnesota in the lower level of my house that it's cold in the morning. So when I was down there with shorts and a t-shirt and didn't want to go back up to my room where I was going to uh, possibly wake somebody else up. So I learned the next day I got all bundled up before I went down there. But, uh, you know, I get down there and I'm tired and it's hard to focus when you're that tired. And I'm trying to figure out how to wake myself up. So working on that. All right. So. What is the point of talking about all of this? Do these things work? Yes, I do believe that they work. I believe when you can do anything for a consistent period of time that it is going to turn into a habit and these habits can be positive and these habits can have a long-term change and effect on your entire life. Uh, that is part of the reason why we run a 14-day challenge within the Residual Bulldog community and that was something we started last spring and got some pretty good results with it. We are now putting together a 90-day run as well which we launched a 90-day run this past September. I can't say that it's gone completely the way that I wanted it to, but we did learn um, some very valuable lessons on how to restructure um, some key components of it to make it easier for the people that are doing it to follow. And so now we're kind of rewriting that book and that should actually be coming out here. Um, I don't know, it could be, I think there's going to be a beta version that we are going to send out to a select group of people um, frankly, in just a matter of weeks, but then by the end of 2019, the final version should be out. And I'm pretty excited about that, especially kicking off for the new year and everything that's going to come along with that because it is, uh, it's, it's geared towards a 90 day run kind of specifically for network marketing, but it really works for any business you're in. And I combined some of the elements I got out of the Andy Priscilla cha challenge. 
Um, I may combine some of these elements that I'm getting out of the Miracle Morning stuff. Um, you know, so I kind of like combined, I aggregated knowledge from different, uh, from different sources, different things that I have done and putting it together into a format that I believe will work for our people. And that's, that's all this business is really, right? It is aggregation of information. So I stole that completely today from a podcast. I was listening to a marketing secrets podcast from Russell Brunson. He had one called, um, you know, your great, I think it's called like your greatest weapon aggregation. Um, and it is going out and learning everything that you possibly can about a subject. Don't just read one book on the subject and have it become, you know, the only book that you read. Go read 20 books, form your own opinions, aggregate information, and try to make it better. And I believe that's what we are doing with our 90-day 90 90-day 90 challenge workbook. So pretty excited about that, and I can't wait to get that off the ground. So, <coughs> um, excuse me, still getting over a cold. So with that being said, you know, I want you guys to think about you know, whether you want to go mess around with Andy Purcell, that's intense. You make it through that, you can make it through anything. Um, this Miracle Morning one, it's a little bit uh, intense as well. So I'm looking at the cover of his uh, little workbook that he has as well right now. It says, just 30 days to become the person you need need to be to create the life you deserve. I'm like, man, I want to do it. I got to get through this 30 days. So I'm going to try. I'm going to do, do everything I can to make it through. So, all right, um, I'd love to have you guys, well, a couple things. I'd love to have you do a couple different things. Pop on over to the Facebook page and group and um, talk about this episode. If you got anything out of it, um, definitely share it. I'd love to see you become a part of the conversation. Um, the other thing I'd like you to do, this past week, we launched a second podcast, and that podcast is called Wealth Smart Family. So look it up on iTunes. Um, we'll try and throw a link down in the show notes as well. Go have a listen to that one. That's an interview-style podcast where I've interviewed so far the initial couple um, episodes we released are from some really, really um, good, high-level people that have um, just some tremendous backgrounds on going out there, building a home-based business, building a residual income, building um, an income that doesn't come from having a normal nine-to-five job. So go check that one out, Wealth Smart Families, and you can also check out the website there, wealthsmartfamilies.com. Otherwise, you can always become a part of the conversation with us over on Facebook. Or by heading over to residualbulldog.com, take a quick survey and we will point you in the right direction to some free resources to get you started on your residual journey. So this has been Dan McCabe. You've been listening to the Residual Bulldog Podcast. Appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.